Welcome back to Digital Shop Talk, the podcast, our third episode. Uh, we're coming up on Thanksgiving here, and we decided as we head into the end of the year and the holiday season, uh, we're going to switch it up. So today, I'm pleased to bring on Location 3's Executive Vice President and my colleague, uh, Ted Asbury. Uh, Ted's been with Location 3 for some time now, but the real reason I wanted to sit down and talk to Ted today is because uh, obviously Ted has a wealth of experience on the brand side prior to Location 3. So without further ado, Ted, tell us a little bit about yourself, your time at Location 3, and, and maybe a little bit about your backstory in franchise marketing. Yeah, it sounds good. Thanks, Josh. Looking forward to the uh, conversation as well. Uh, as you know, uh, been in uh, franchising space for uh, 25, 25 plus years, both on the agency side as well as on the on the brand side. Um, uh, worked with brands like Arby's uh, Corporate uh, back in the day. Um, ran marketing, uh, head of marketing for Honey Bay Tam uh, for years. That's where I met and started working with the team from Location 3 back in 2012, late 2012-2013. From there, uh, moved over and worked for a private equity team that owned multiple brands called uh, Incline Equity. At the time, they owned two brands, uh, Jam Pro Commercial Cleaning and Disinfecting and Made Right, which was a residential cleaning brand. And after, gosh, maybe the first year we sold Made Right uh, to a premium service brands out of Charlottesville, Virginia, and purchased uh, Intelligent Office, which is out of Boulder, Colorado. So uh, currently located in Atlanta, which is a hotspot, of course, for uh, the franchise industry and, you know, Kind of franchise systems are uh, unique, and uh, just have really enjoyed working on uh, the the industry and within uh, some of these some of these key brands over the years. And um, now, uh, just recently, this past year, I've moved over, started doing some consulting work for Location Three on the strategy uh, for several. Uh, clients, and uh, have moved over as the EVP of strategy uh, recently. So, good deal. Just a little bit of franchise experience, to say the least. <laughs> um, <laughs> I know, uh, just a little bit. We uh, quick shout out to Honey Baked Ham too. You might be able to get a ham last minute if you need a Thanksgiving meal plan and haven't. You're a little behind the curve or a procrastinator. Find out Honey Baked Ham, uh, can't recommend it enough. Or even for Christmas, you know, get yourself a Christmas ham. Big shout out. We love those folks. We love those hams. Uh, having said that, um, I want to kind of kick this off by talking about, you know, uh, obviously, as I said, we're coming into the end of the year. I think it's easy to, uh, a lot of the kind of content, you know, conversation, et cetera, that's happening right now is very pandemic focused. But I think, you know, when we think about maybe some some other things in 2021, what are what are your takeaways, you know, in marketing, particularly in franchising, you know, some related to the pandemic, maybe some some that aren't. And how can we kind of um, take a look forward to 2022 when it comes to uh, franchise marketing in general? Yeah, I think uh, coming out of out of the pandemic, things are certainly going to uh, shift a bit financial landscape is has has changed and uh, 
franchisors and uh, organizations need to be aware of that. Obviously, you know, marketing, you know, as we say, and we, we, we've talked about this recently, you know, is typically one of the, uh, the first things that's cut uh, when things are tight. Right. The reality is, is that, you know, uh, you should be frankly, uh, you know, doubling down and reinvesting in, in marketing during these tough times. And I know that's hard to do with a lot of organizations, especially uh, smaller to midsize uh, businesses. But uh, marketing is going to be, you know, uh, one of those things that drives uh, your turnaround uh, going into, you know, tough times. And uh, many businesses are facing that in 2022. I do believe that uh, in franchise space, uh, local is going to be as important as ever, if not more important. And so really getting that right mix uh, between brand and, and local is going to be key and getting the right budgets in place and, and you know, really being smart with, with your dollars, what dollars you do have available, making sure that they're working as hard for you as that as they possibly can. And in many cases, you know, that may mean that you're consolidating. Uh, obviously, we're we're an agency and we're looking for uh, new clients. You know, uh, that that's that's part of what we do. But, you know, the smart the, the smart folks, you know, moving into 2022 are going to be really stretching their marketing dollars as far as they can. And one way to do that is to kind of streamline your agency roster. Use uh, you know a single source or, or fewer sources so that uh, you're you're putting you know more dollars in an investment to a particular partner and uh, typically you're going to get some you know better pricing and better rates uh, out of that. So so that's one thing. I think you still have to invest uh, in brand and driving brand awareness, but the bulk of your activities and 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 really kind of traffic driving. You know, transaction driving activities should be at the should be at the local level, right? That's a good good points. I think you know, as we've talked about previously, and, and while it's you know, twenty twenty one still coming out of the pandemic, the franchise um, model is projecting growth in twenty twenty one. I'll be interested to see the International Franchise Association their annual economic report that usually comes out at uh, the beginning of the year. What what that looks like for 2022. Um, but, but the economics, as you mentioned, you know, are still impacting, uh, franchise businesses, depending on category, uh, depending on overall business model. You know, I think obviously inflation continues to go up. We're seeing increased operating and payroll costs. So, you know, consumers are probably going to be a little bit tighter with those dollars after this holiday season. Um, and it's going to be harder to compete for those consumers. So when we think about, you know, franchise systems, what, to your point, you still have to invest in brand, but really making that impact on a local level and making those dollars go as far as possible. I agree with you. I think it's going to be incredibly important in your mind, you know, where can franchisors kind of create harmony in marketing with franchisees to make sure that, um, you know, if marketing budgets are a little bit tighter, at least for the first half of 2022, that they're still maximizing those dollars and getting the most ROI. Yeah, I think there's a couple of things to 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 that we can pull out of that to to discuss here. One is, of course, yeah, uh, you know, things are tight. Obviously, uh, economic landscape landscape again is, you know, uh, is what it is. We've got inflation, you know, um, that's that's stressing a lot of businesses. 
Right now, you've got supply chain uh, issues that we see within a number of different verticals that that we're working in. And, you know, uh, product is product is limited. Um, you know, a lot of folks are, a lot of brands are having to take price, you know, because of those supply chain issues or the increase in raw materials. Um, labor is, you know, up. If you have, you know, staff, a lot of restaurants, you know, right. uh, I'm, I'm talking to folks every day. I mean, you know, if they have a drive-through, a uh, good bit of the business is going you know, through the drive-through intentionally and proactively because uh, they're having a hard time keeping uh, folks staff to run, uh, you know, kitchens and, and, and dining areas. And so just, you know, creativity, just like it was last year is going to be key, especially in, in retail, uh, in, in the retail uh, environment. But I think, you know, keeping your, you know, your eye on the end goal, making sure that you're adjusting as you need to, you know, is going to be key moving forward and being flexible and creative in your solutions is going to be uh, key moving forward. But I think, you know, for the most part, if you keep your eye on, you know, why you're in business and what you're, you know, who you're serving. So make the, you know, customer your, your, your focal point, you know, moving mm-hmm. forward and make sure that you're keeping them uh, in mind and providing good product, good service. They, they, you know, they understand that it's a different environment and they're very forgiving. And so mm-hmm. I think investing in customer appreciation programs and really acknowledging your customers, even in the social space, organic space, you know, just acknowledging your customers and what they mean to you and and having that 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 good relationship uh, with them and building that relationship with them, I think is is going to be key moving forward. The other piece of it um, that I'd like to I'd like to mention is just, you know, activating, you know, from a franchisor perspective activating your, you know, your, your, your franchise army, so to speak, uh, uh-huh. you know, how do you get, uh, your franchisees to, you know, to participate and participate at levels that maybe you're, you know, haven't been able to get them to participate in, in the past. And when I say that, I mean, obviously, uh, franchisors and, and the ad fund typically are laying a, you know, kind of a, a foundation and groundwork, um, you know, doing the blocking and tackling on brand awareness and, and, uh, you know, driving promotional uh, awareness and, and new product news and things like that. But uh, typically, franchisees are required to spend locally and you right. know, giving them a good reason to do that and a clear plan. And, you know, how that syncs up with uh, with what the corporate uh, uh, program is and making sure that those dollars are working incrementally to the dollars that are being sprint, spent at the at the brand level, uh, you know, are key. And in some cases, you know, making sure that uh, you've got systems in place to to monitor local spend to make sure that uh, all these franchisees are investing and working, you know, alongside you uh, to make sure that you guys are putting, you know, a system is putting their best foot forward because those ad, ad fund dollars are, are one thing. And then, like I said, they lay that foundation. They do a lot mm-hmm. of blocking and tackling. But where the where the big impact I think is going to come from, you know, moving forward, especially in in, in twenty twenty two and and beyond, is is activating those local dollars and making making sure they're being spent smart. Uh, they're being spent to certainly drive uh, local businesses and increased profits for the franchisees. But all boats rise when those dollars are increased across the system, and I think that's going to be important moving forward. Yeah, I agree. All great points, and I think. 
you know, you hit the nail on the head. How can you, you know, as you put it from a blocking and tackling perspective, use a percentage of those brand dollars to, to maximize awareness. And, and uh, I think, you know, we obviously talk about how everything is local at, at location three a lot. Yeah. Um, yeah. We're seeing more partners, uh, which makes sense, even though it's a, from a media perspective, it on the surface, it seems like brand awareness. There's a lot of channels connected TV being one that we're seeing a lot of growth in where, you know, the consumer experience and the call to action and the response is very locally focused. And yep. so that's, that's one way I agree too. How do we make those kind of what we think are brand media and brand dollars still have a local component where applicable. Um, and then obviously supported by the franchisees with, with local marketing spend, that's probably more lower funnel and, and direct response right. focused is, is where that efficiency happens. But totally. you bring up a good point, right? A lot of, I'm still amazed, although I guess the more time I spend in this industry, it, it shouldn't be the case is that there's not a lot of, there's still a huge gap in terms of the point you made when it comes to monitoring local spend, um, whether right. that's making sure franchisees are, are living up to their commitment or giving them the systems conversely that allow them to spend those dollars efficiently. And I think technology is a big piece to this. And there's a lot of fragmentation in franchising around different systems. What are your, what are your thoughts on that as we go forward? What, what can the franchisor do to create, you know, again, as I said at the top, more harmony, but also just more consistency, more scalability in terms of the marketing programs that they're undertaking in 2022. Yeah. I think that's a, that's a great, a great topic too. And we could spend, you know, 30 minutes to an hour on just, on on just that, on just that one. But, you know, the, you know, uh, the, the long and short of it is, is that, uh, you know, I think providing uh, a franchise system as a franchisor with uh, the right solutions, both people and technology is important. It's one of the things that Lo- Location 3 uh, does do. And it's one of the things that I think make, makes us uh, different than a lot of folks out there. It's people plus mm-hmm. platform. Um and so we 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 do uh, offer that, and we we bring the ability for um, franchisors to put the right team in place. I think as we move forward, again, we could have another uh, discussion just about uh, in this environment, making sure you got the right staff, you got the right team, both internally and externally. So from an external perspective, making sure you got that right agency partner in place, I think is key. Uh, streamlining that I think is going to be key moving forward to maximize your dollars. And then coupling that with a uh, platform like local act uh, from location three is another, uh, sorry. Dog agrees. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. About that. So uh, coupling that with, uh, with, with, uh, you know, a platform uh, like local act that can, um, provide you with the uh, the ability to to report on those activities um, and 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 have some visibility to what the individual franchisees are doing, what they're what they're spending, and tie that back to uh, in many cases are required spends, um, mm-hmm. but that are not being enforced by the franchisor because they don't have any visibility or ways to to track that. So um, you know, kind of kill two birds two birds with one stone there. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And I, I agree with you as well. I think we could spend a lengthy amount of time just talking about, you know, op- the operational piece and the technology piece of it as well. But alas, maybe we'll have to uh, to set that up for a future episode. Before we go, what's your, we're, we're in prediction season, right? We're looking ahead. 
One, what's your big prediction for franchising as an industry? It doesn't have to be marketing related. Just what do you see on the horizon over the next 12 months for this business? Yeah, it's interesting. I, th- I, I, and you touched on it earlier. It'd be interesting to see some of the some of the numbers coming out of uh, IFA. But I think we're going to see an explosion of franchise, uh, you know, entrepreneurs getting in the franchise uh, space. You mm-hmm. know, uh, coming out of last year and with uh, you know as many people as you know were displaced. Um, you know, I think you're going to see a lot of a lot of folks that want to you know. Uh, go into business for themselves and kind of, you know, own their own destiny, so to speak. And uh, I just, I, I, I see the numbers exploding over uh, the next year to, to two years. Yeah, I agree. I think a lot of, a lot of folks are going to move into franchising. They're going to find it fits. They're going to enjoy the idea of being in business for themselves. So I say, take that one to the bank. Uh, Ted, yeah. thank you so much for for joining today. We'll absolutely have to do this again. There's a lot we could talk about. And I think your experience lends a, a pretty unique perspective, having seen it uh, both on the brand and the agency side. So appreciate you joining us for everybody listening. Have a wonderful Thanksgiving holiday, and we will see you back here on Digital Shop Talk in early December. Thanks, Ted. Thank you. We'll see you next time.